Hi, welcome to Seeking Culture. I'm your host, Sabrina. I just wanted to go ahead and say hello to all my friends out there. I know it's been a long time since you've heard from me. I guess you can call it a hiatus. <laughs> Basically, I just have been busy doing life, getting everything together for myself, and actually pondering some ideas, some new ideas for the show. And, you know, so many things have been going on in the world. And I know that you guys don't live in a vacuum. So I know that I'm not the only one who's seen the strange turn of events that have been taking place lately surrounding a certain lady by the name of Monica Lewinsky. Now, I remember when I was growing up, uh, there, there was a huge backlash surrounding the scandal between Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky and their whole secret trysts in the White House. And actually, it was a number of trysts, but I remember, because it stands out in my mind, how crazy it all was. It was like a frenzied pit. It was a frenzied pitch. Uh, you know, like it, it was a fever pitch of hatred towards Monica Lewinsky because they made her out to be this horrible, horrible person. And Bill Clinton basically got away scot-free. It was like, you know, well, not scot-free. I mean, there was the report, the star report, all about the situation. But basically... The anger wasn't really at him. They were trying to figure out different ways to exonerate him uh, and make him look like not such a bad guy, but they really vilified her. And Linda Tripp, you know, made that information public when Monica didn't want it made public. But all of these years, from time to time, I've thought about what happened to Monica Lewinsky. And, and lo and behold, here we are, 2018, all these years later, she's being, you know, given an opportunity to talk about anti-bullying and express all of the things that happened to her as a result of the inappropriate relationship she had with the then president, Bill Clinton. And it's so amazing how tides can turn. But if you pay attention, that's normal. It seems like everybody goes through that, you know, and, and it kind of makes me reflect on this one piece of advice a friend told me. If you're worried about something and something's weighing heavily on your mind, ask yourself one question. And this one question will help you determine how much more energy you should be putting towards the thing that's worrying you. And the question is, will it matter in five years? Now, I heard this, or I should say, this was presented to me as something that I should do for myself when I was back in college, my freshman year. And it was so interesting because at the time, I thought that it was kind of condescending because I felt that what could be more important to you than the present moment, right? It's what you're feeling now. It's what you're experiencing now. That's what counts. But there's a lot of grain of truth to that. There really is. 
So you got to ask yourself, what you're worried about today, is it really going to be something that's going to affect you in five years? And nine times out of 10, I got to tell you, all of the things that I've stressed out over the years haven't really merited that much energy from me. So, you, you know, just think about that. I mean, I don't know what you're doing right now. I don't know if you're driving in your car, or if you're washing dishes, if you're folding clothes, if you're drawing, painting, if you're out in the garden listening to this podcast. I just want you to stop and think for just one moment. The problem that's weighing heavily on your mind, is it really going to matter in five years? Just think about that. Because I got to tell you, a lot of the things that I've been wasting my time on as of late, it, no, the answer is a resounding no. No, it's not going to make a difference in five years. I don't know why I'm wasting time. But, you know, I guess it's human nature. You know what else is human nature? Looking at a car wreck when you're driving past one. Have you ever noticed that the people in front of you, maybe even yourself, you can't help but look at a car wreck. You see it. There's nothing you could do about it, but you stop and stare. You create this whole bottleneck in traffic. It's kind of like you get stuck in that one moment. So that being human nature, stressing about things that you cannot change, all of that, I mean, it really, it really is something that we need to consider. It's like, why are we that way? Why? I, uh, I guess I just wanted to reflect the last show that I did. I had talked about uh, friendship and travel and being in a place with people that don't really like have your best interest at heart or people who aren't as loyal or invested in you as you are in them it's just so amazing how you put yourself in these situations either to prove your loyalty your friendship your love to show someone else but then you know nine times out of ten it's not coming back and it's not reflected upon you and I guess I'm being so um contemplative because there's this lady that I've been watching on YouTube. And you know what? It's so amazing. I don't know how many of you out there are YouTube watchers, but I mean, there is a video for everything. You like plants, plant videos. You like home decor, there are videos, home decor videos. You like the tiny house movement, they have tiny house videos. You like thrift store hauls, they have thrift store haul <laughs> videos. You like makeup, they have makeup videos, makeup tutorials. If you like, um, self-help they have self-help I mean it's just a wide array of things but I I have been drawn recently to a few things that and I don't even know why I, I've just been watching but there's a lady by the name of Stacy Flowers and if you take the time to go and check out her YouTube video you'll hear her say that she's a student of Dave Ramsey's um debt eradication program and how she is now dedicating herself to getting out of her debt and her debt 
is pretty sizable. It's over $200,000. $200,000. Now think about that. Like the average person probably makes under $2,000 a month. And this lady has $200,000 worth of debt. She's now self-employed. Um, she's figuring out other venues or other avenues that will generate income to help her eradicate her debt. And um, in some videos, you'll hear her talk about how she's on step two. Step one is basically in Dave Ramsey's program. It's that you will save $1,000 for emergency situations. And once you've done that, then you can set about applying your money to your overall debt. Now, this this young woman is pretty engaging. I mean, she's very forthright. I mean, she sheds tears about um, her situation and how she got herself there. And it really, part of it was conscious and unconscious thought, right? So what I'm getting from these YouTube videos when I watch her is that she wasn't really aware I mean, she was to an extent, but for the most part, she wasn't aware of the overall cost of her immediate and extreme success at a young age. She didn't, it didn't really like occur to her, like how much it was taxing her emotionally. She took on a lot of responsibilities for her family and everything came to a head. And she basically found herself immobilized she wasn't able to do anything. She had to um, take a time out, take a break, and think about what her next step was because she was so stuck, like she was frozen. She couldn't move forward, she couldn't move backwards, and it was, and so admittedly, she was in a fog. And so that's what I mean, like sometimes when you obligate yourself to others and you show them all of your love and affection, either monetarily or with your time or, you know, any other investment that you can imagine to invest in someone else, sometimes it comes at a great cost to you, you know, be it unrequited love, be it, you know, love from a child, being uh, love relationships, uh, you know, an employee to an employer. I mean, these are all big time relationships and if we don't pay attention to how much it's costing us if we're not happy in the end it, it ends up costing us time and money and stress and and we really as a society have to sit back and think about why we're doing the things that we're doing and so if you have an opportunity if you're interested you can always look up Dave Ramsey and then you can go and check out this young lady, Stacy Flowers, where she, on YouTube, she opens herself up to ridicule and judgment, but she's being her most authentic self when she's sharing into the void, because we really don't know who's listening or who's watching, you know, when you're on YouTube or when you're making a podcast, and she's opening herself up. And... I really think that at the end of the day, it's going to help her get out of debt, but primarily help her to be her most authentic self. And I really think she's going to end up doing some amazing things because she's so honest. And I think there's a way of communicating that she has, that she's exemplifying 
that makes people really want to hear her story and are really engaged. Like I'm, I'm pretty much enthralled. I've watched almost all of the, the uh, published uh, videos. I mean, it's just so engaging. She talks about what she eats, what she wears, how she's minimized all of her expenditures down to the penny. So that way she can be in control of everything. She's, very honest about her mental health and what she does to safeguard it, how she goes to a therapist, the things that she's found out about herself and and how to handle her thoughts and her ideas moving forward. I mean, it's just really an engaging video. You should check that out. And um, the next thing that I'd like to talk about is uh, is basically just how crazy our society is. Um, but right now, we're going to take a break and I'll come back and we'll talk about Plantarina. All right. Plantarina. That's the next subject of the next 10 minutes on this podcast because that's another person that I find extremely intriguing. Plantarina. Okay, I'll be right back. Hey, I'm back. This is Seeking Culture with your host, Sabrina. Okay. Well, as I said before the break, I wanted to go ahead and talk about Plantarina, this fantastic person on YouTube. She also has an Instagram profile, Plantarina, P-L-A-N-T-E-R-I-N-A. She is wonderful. She talks about all of her plants. I'm on a plant kick. I mean, I remember growing up back in the 70s when plants were everywhere and it was like macrame was the thing. Everybody had them all over their apartments and it was kind of like this bohemian uh, feel in every apartment growing up in the 70s. Everything was like neutral tones, browns, golds, blacks and creams and whites. And it was like a really hip uh, time as far as you know that whole bo- boho look you know it was like a like kind of like a little bit of mix of like uh, beachy casual wear i don't even know if i'm making sense i mean i'm not perfect so but if you're if you're familiar with all of that it's ringing a bell so plantarina i mean and there are tons of tons of youtubers out there i mean there's also homestead brooklyn which is hosted by Summer Rain Oaks. Uh, she and Plantarina are really, I would, I would dare to say, are at the door, uh, are at the forefront of pushing this movement forward. Everybody's been enthralled with Summer Rain Oaks on Homestead Bro- Brooklyn and her Plant One on Me series at YouTube, where she has actually opened up her home and let people into her apartment in Brooklyn where she has over 700 plants, beautiful plants that are thriving in this environment, this indoor environment that she has. But I mean, it's not, you know, for the faint of heart. She's like seriously amassed quite a collection of plants. And and she often jokes about how her dad gave her the name of Summer Rain and how she could have been one of two things, either a porn star or an environmentalist. Well, she chose the latter and she's got a master's in uh, environmental science uh, science. And she's just an extremely well-spoken 
uh, advocate for, you know, uh, living with plants and how they can clean the air in your home and and how they can beautify your environment. And when you live in an urban uh, setting, you don't have a lot of greenery around you. So for her, her solution was to bring the green from the outside in. And she's done it successfully. And Plantarina is also one of these people who's also um, just you know, just like blown up, like they, these women are just at the forefront of all of this. And Plantarina puts on lots of Instagram, um, short clips and YouTube videos about how she, uh, repots her plants and how she takes care of them and what they give to her. And just, you know, she does a lot of DIY projects just like uh, Summer Rain Oaks. I mean, it. this is just so amazing. And I don't know exactly when these people started collecting these plants. I mean, if you hear them, it's like 10 years ago, they say that they started. But I don't remember 10 years ago that anybody was really crazy about plants. You know what I'm saying? And so the, really, these are the people who had the forethought and who are now making a killing on this untapped market. But at the end of the day, I mean, they were true to themselves and this was something that they enjoyed. And now it's paying off for them because now there's people like me and other people uh, on YouTube who are doing home tours where they focus on their plants or, or like myself. I mean, I just lost a plant, but I had uh, 27, pl 28 plants. That's what I had. I had 28 plants. One of them just died. And I mean, you know, it really is. It's a skill. I mean, you got to figure out how to keep these plants at a humidity level that's, com you know, I don't know. I don't want to say convenient, but that that actually helps them to thrive in apartments that really don't have a lot of light. And so, I mean, those are really interesting uh, YouTubers and Instagrammers that I'm really into right now. So there's uh, Summer Rain Oaks on Homestead Brooklyn. And she's got a YouTube uh, series called Plant One On Me where she does field trips. And she goes to all of these different botanical gardens and she talks about um, all of these uh, exotic plants um, and also NASA approved plants to help clean and purify the air in your home. And then there's Plantarina. She does a lot of DIY projects on how to repot, how to create concrete vases, how to do macrame. I mean, lots of really interesting things. And uh, I just want to give out, uh, give a shout out to all the Monstera lovers out there, and all the all of the split leaf uh, philodendron lovers out there, because there are so many. I don't know how many of you have um, Instagram. But it would blow your mind how many of these Instagram accounts are dedicated to the love of plants and um, just, you know, specific plants, you know, like the philodendron fanatic and also the Monstera Deliciosa. Um, and it's kind of like you can't help but get drawn into these pictures there's a lady uh she runs um her instagram is called the jungle oh my gosh amazing picture so if you ever need any kind of pictures or inspiration for interior design i'm telling you run don't walk to instagram <laughs> download the app if you don't have it and you'll see what i'm talking about i mean it's really it's awesome
That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Since I was on a hiatus for a while, there were a lot of things that were running through my mind about what I should be doing, what I could be doing. And we all know that the holidays are upon us. And the last time I spoke to you guys, I was telling you how you really should try and instead of trying to uh, spend an inexorbitant amount of money on your loved ones, you should instead create adventures that the two of you can share. Well, can I tell you? I couldn't even follow my own advice. My mom turned 70. And I went out and I broke the bank and I got her a beautiful piece of jewelry, which I'm very ecstatic about because at the end of the day, when you do buy somebody a gift, if you're feeling so excited about it, then you know it's a good gift and you know that the person will love it. So I'm actually very proud of myself for buying a gift for her that I love so much because I knew that it would be very well received. Now, that being said, I have to figure out what I'm going to get everybody else in my family. I mean, it's so funny, you know, like whenever you have a family member whose birthday is um, so close to the holiday, it's kind of like, oh, you know, you don't know which which gift to spend more money on. But like, like I said, she's my mom. She's the only one I'm ever going to have. And she turned 70. It was a mile marker year. So I, it was like a no brainer. I knew exactly what I was going to be um, doing to my pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it happily and uh, shout out to my mom. Happy birthday. I love you. And uh, I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to talk about because there were a lot of things that were running through my mind while I was busy at work and just living life. Um, there are two names. There are two names that have been coming up a lot lately for me, like on shows that I've been watching. Um, you know, I do spend a lot of time watching YouTube, um, but mostly that's just background noise. So it's going on in the background and while I'm busy doing something else. And there's a young comedian now who's like essentially blown up but the truth is that she's been in the game for quite a while and her name is Tiffany Haddish. And a lot of people know her from that show, that movie that she did with Queen Latifah and Jada Pinkett Smith. And uh, it's called Girls Trip. Well, she is just an amazing comedian and she just penned her first book and it's called The Last Black Unicorn. And this this lady I mean just wow what um, what a I mean just what an impressive person what an impressive person she had a lot of tribulations growing up her mother um, I mean and if you google her and um, if you Google her and it, even if you just put a search for her on YouTube, she recently did a, an episode with Dr. Oz where she talks about a lot of the topics within her book where her mom had uh, suffered a head injury and then she wasn't the same. And at a young age, how she was taking on the role of being an adult to try and help her younger siblings um, through the 
through this horrific time frame and how she eventually, along with her siblings, was put into foster care. And this person just, I mean, personifies strength. And, you know, it's true what they say, that at the base of any funny story is just a little hint of sadness. And it really comes through in her story and how she shares because she's talking about everything she's gone through but somehow at the end of the day she's just held on the to the notion of positivity and happiness and just trying to fill her life with joy and trying to enjoy everything that she does and she really is you know a credit to herself and her family because she pulled it off I mean she's gained success now but when she was younger I mean, she was homeless, living out of a car, and she she just had such a strong sense of self, and her mindset was so strong that she was making it happen for herself. And she's gotten to where she is right now, I'm sure, with lots of help and support from others, but you know, there's really at the end of the day, I mean, I've got much love for Tiffany Haddish. So if you guys can just go check her out, she's just all over the place. Um, she was in Abu Dhabi, um, over Thanksgiving. Like I said, she was on, uh, Dr. Oz. She just penned her first book that just came out called the last black unicorn. And you have to read her book in order to find out why she titled it that, (laughs) but I'm not going to tell you because I think it's worth it for you to learn a little bit more about this famous comedian. The other person is this crazy guy on Instagram called Gianluca Vacci. Gianluca Vacci or Vaki. He's a DJ and he travels all over the world and on his on his Instagram, he posts all of these funny uh, videos of himself working out and enjoying life and dating all of these very, very young, 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 young women. And it's funny because he's 50. He looks amazing. His body is great. He's very handsome. But a lot of people are mocking him and ridiculing him because they can't believe that he's acting like a guy who's like 20. But I think (laughs) he's worth a look too. I mean, in case you are a shut-in or you've been living under a rock, this is somebody else that you need to be paying attention to because um, he is just just this crazy character who's showing you or showing us all how important it is to just take every moment as it is. And now, granted, we're not all going to be uh, in Cap Ferrat, uh, France, and we're not all going to be jetting around on a private plane. It's important to see that, you know, you can find your joy wherever you are. It just is all in your mindset. All right. Well, this has been Seeking Culture with your host, Sabrina. Thank you so much for listening this week. I appreciate it. I know I went off on a tangent, but like I said, I was on hiatus for a few weeks and I had lots of different things that I wanted to talk about. Um... Let me know how you uh, or what you think about these YouTube videos that I mentioned and how things have been going for you. All right. Have a happy, happy week. 
And I'll be here talking to you live next Sunday. I'm publishing, hopefully, a video a week. I'm sorry for the delay, but, you know, life really does come at you pretty quick. And if you're not prepared, sometimes something's got to give. So thank you for listening. Again, this is Seeking Culture with your host, Sabrina. Have a great week. Okay.